You are listening to the 10 Minute Entrepreneur Podcast with host Sean Castrina. I'm excited about today's interview because I have an entrepreneur, I have an author, you know, that's to me, that's, that's, that's the holy grail of an interview. If I can get an entrepreneur and I have Chad Price, he has founded Kettlebell Kings, Life Grows Green, and he's the author of Preparing for Battle. So Chad Price, my guest, tell me, what made you write the book? Well, I mean, a, a lot of things, you know, I think I'm at a point in life where I kind of culminated kind of the end of one journey and starting another and you know, I think it was a good time for me to kind of recap and put a lot of my lessons down, if you will, and some of the things I've learned through my uh, entrepreneur experience so far. Yeah. I mean, when you, you reach that point, you go, you know, because people ask you, and I'm sure you've had this, like, why has it worked for you? Yeah. You know, I've had, sure. the, yeah, where they come up and they ask. I remember when I wrote my first book, it was the same thing. I was sitting on a beach with a legal pad. And I just started writing down like one sentences, things that worked, things that didn't work. Next thing you know, it turns out to be a book and your, your title seems some, something similar to that kind of experience. Yeah. I mean, even going through the process, you know, uh, we were recently acquired in, in, at the end of 2021. So just going through the process of transitioning people on board and trying to, you know, break the business down to something that can be explained to, you know, larger groups of people or people who may have not been in it so long it really kind of showed me as well that, you know, there's a lot of information between where we are and where we started that it could be helpful to kind of put that in a, in an order that people can absorb more, uh, let's say at a faster pace than, you know, the 10 year journey that it took us to, to get there. So try to avoid some of the mistakes that we made and, you know, try to teach some of the concepts that may have helped us um, in, in the past and, and still ongoing. And we're talking about kettlebell Kings, which you built into an international company. I'm, I'm assuming we're on the right page here. Correct. Yeah. So that, yeah, that, that's the kettlebell King's journey. And then even with my life growth screens journey, you know, it, it's a, it, it's, a, it's, it's kind of own different beast, if you will, just because we have, you know, you're, you're battling the stigmas around hemp and CBD and things like that. Um, and then you're also, you know, you're fighting against um, kind of the commercialization of the things we ingest from supplements to, you know, the things we eat to really every product that we use, um, you know, life grows green and kind of my, entire business model has been built around kind of making people better, making them a uh, whole or healthier, better, better fit, better kind of overall general wellness. And I'm, I'm continuing that journey with life grows green. And, you know, the book kind of culminates where I've gone so far and the things I've learned and kind of talks about what's next. We're going to jump into the book. I, I'm going to get a, just a couple of things. I always like to ask guests specifically if they've been an entrepreneur. Occasionally I have an author that's good on a subject matter but they haven't been an entrepreneur. So I can't ask them my most important question. So when did you know you were an entrepreneur? Um, I mean, I think I've always kind of known, you know, even when I was younger, I had, I had relatives who were in entrepreneurship. So, you know, I had an, an aunt that I worked with like in during the summertime who owned jewelry stores and she worked events. And so, you know, I'd work events and things like that with her. And um, I've always kind of been a, a, a jack of all trades. So, you know, even when I was in high school, I was trying to figure out what was the the most efficient way for me to make money without having to have a nine to five. Uh, and that was mainly because I had so many other things that I wanted to do. You know, I was a full-time athlete and full-time student. So um, I was just always interested in the way people generated wealth. And um, throughout my experiences, whether I wanted to be a part of a team, which was a large organization that already existed, 
I always saw myself somewhat as an entrepreneur because, you know, I always wanted to tackle the hard problems and, and go after, uh, you know, newer things that hadn't been done yet. It, it's hard for me to envision myself kind of sitting at a monotonous job and just, you know, buying my time is not really fit my personality. Yeah, so. I was going to say it doesn't, doesn't look like that fits your DNA. So tell me about the book, Preparing for Battle. Take us through some lessons in it that my audience can learn. And I always say the more you talk about it, you know, good lessons, the more likely they are to buy it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a ton. So, you know, we try to break business give me, down. Give into, me three to five, three to five. Sure. That, that gets me excited. Sure. We try to break business down into, into 10 different categories, you know, everything from, you know, why perseverance is important, why, you know, building a strong team, focusing on your, on your brand, um, building a community online, kind of looking at the differences between uh, standard business and modern day businesses and the shortcuts you can take using, you know, online communities, social, social media, digital tools. Um, probably one of my most, most, you know, favorite topics is just kind of self-awareness and having the perspective for your company. You know, I think a lot of entrepreneurs, they kind of think that someone else can be more of an expertise in, on their brand than they can. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, if you're, if you're really paying attention and and trying to get better on a day-to-day basis and um, trying to measure your, your steps and measure your success, you become kind of the, the filter or the lens, if you will, that everything gets, gets put through. And so when you're looking at data, if you don't really have that filter, you're kind of missing out on a lot of the things that can help your company grow. So, um, you know, I see a lot of people kind of jump from maybe one marketing company to another marketing company and try the same thing over and over. And if you don't really have that person that's able to, you know, apply what you've learned in the previous and apply kind of industry specific uh, insights to, to your plan is really not going to go as far as you'd like. I know. I, I agree with that in that, you know, what you're talking about is that I would say you better be running your company. You better be setting a vision. You better be creating a culture because if you're not, there is somebody else doing it. hundred percent. I always say that way. No, 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 don't worry. There is somebody doing it. Yeah, it's, just not, it yeah. Yeah, it's just <laughs> not you. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I like that. Yeah. That, that, is a, that is a problem. All right. Give me a few more uh, lessons in preparing for battle. Sure. Um, you know, I think you are the most I got to I got to interrupt. I shouldn't do that. It's not good. I'm, I'm looking at the most coolest individual. If somebody could see because I get to, I get to see, you know, all, all this on the screen. It looks like his pulse does not get above 40. I'm, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, t- I'm serious. I'm looking at you, Chad, nothing serious. I want to wave. I want to throw up like a middle finger or something, you know, I want to do something to break your attention. And you just got this slow, cool cadence. It's just, you know, up, uh, down. I, I appreciate it. Uh, I mean, it's something I've been thinking about quite a bit and it's something that, you know, I've been working on quite a bit lately. So, um, but I mean, there's so many lessons when it comes to, to business. Uh, I, you know, I think, we talk about kind of taking chances early on when you don't, when you don't know what you don't know. So when you first start a business, I think that's an opportunity. Um, You're a lot more, you have a lot more energy and you have a lot more kind of willingness to put yourself out there, put yourself into, you know, positions, uh, uncomfortable positions, awkward positions that you've never been in before. And you have to do those things. So learning from those kind of trials and tribulations and trial and error type of exercises that you put yourself through early on as an entrepreneur, I think are key for, for really any entrepreneur. Um, yeah. Let you I talk, you know, I talk about um, how my experiences in corporate America help quite a bit with the way I build teams, setting correct expectations for myself and for my team members. 
you know, I, I talk about working at, you know, large oil and gas firms and seeing how those teams and projects get projects done and, and kind of measuring myself against those types of things when I, when I move forward. So knowing that I'm not nearly as well funded as a, a large oil and gas company, how can I, you know, set expectations above and beyond what, what they're moving. So it allows me to kind of calibrate my expectations and set accurate projections on what, what resources are needed to achieve whatever task it is in, in my entrepreneurship journey. I go to battle. I want to go to battle with some of your personality because ain't nothing bothering you right now. I'm not just straight ahead preparing for battle. I have Chad Price with me. Okay, let me ask you this. I, I and, and all the things that you're sharing, I, I really like. But if you, what's the one thing? Okay, of all the things you know, what's the one thing you wish you would have known when you first got started? If there was one thing that I could think of that I wish I would have known, it's just the the length of the journey that it's going to take you know I, I don't think you anyone really properly prepares himself for the length of the journey um you know i think even when i got into it i thought you know year one year two we'd be able to make some revenue and you know we'd all have uh, the ability to pay ourselves and things like that and you find out pretty quickly especially if you have a successful company that you know the company needs more resources than anyone does and so it's really hard to to build a company without having that kind of long-term um, runway, if you will, set up for yourself. So if I could go back and do it, I'd probably take a little bit of stress off my partners and I in those first five years where we're kind of just working for free and, you, you know, buckling that. down and not getting anything for it. But, you know, it works out in the end, I think. You hit that number. I, I just was writing a podcast episode because I do a teaching episode every week. It takes five years, in my opinion, just to know you have something that you believe is going to be around a decade from now. Those first five years is survival and you you get a few wins, but then you get a loss and then you're like, okay, but about five years in, you kind of pinch yourself and and go, okay, this is this is real. It's lasted five years, but then it seems like it takes another five years to scale it to that level where, okay, you're really making money. Yeah. You can I mean, actually sell it for money. I, I couldn't agree more. You know, I, I tell people like the analogy I give is like, you know, should it be easier than graduating from college? You know, I think a lot of people look at, you know, four years to graduate from college being like, you know, the culmination of something that's good or big or a long-term commitment to uh, let's say the, the well-being or the, the wealth of your, the rest of your life. And this is a harder type of activity. So four to five years, I think, is a realistic kind of mindset to put towards if you really want to start a business. And, you know, I think some people kind of look at it like, you know, I'll jump in and see if it works for six months. And if it doesn't, then I'll go a different direction. But uh, I don't think that's necessarily the the most realistic way to approach business. Because they see everything on YouTube, five steps, all these hacks. Let me look in the secret. There's no such thing. There is no such thing as a hack. Okay, a hack. I love it. Even if I pick the people that we look at, like Grant Cardone, you know, just pick a guy like him. You know, you do know people that he's in his 60s. Okay, just so you know, there was a 30 year journey there that was pretty difficult. Yeah, 100%. I think think you find them. You know, there's a 10 year where they paid, you know, they went to hell and back. Yeah, I think, and especially nowadays, you know, I think when you're out there actually, you know, investing your own money, time, and energy into starting your own business, you find the hacks. And I think by the time you're able to, to quantify them and teach them to somebody else, they're probably irrelevant by then. So 
you know, I, th I think it's just a matter of a never ending kind of practice and, and trial and error. You know, there's, there's no kind of shortcut to it. It's, you know, you find out because you've been doing it and you see what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. I think what we, what we learn and you're right, it's not the word hack. What, what, what I know now at my age that I didn't know then is I know a lot of, I can, I know the what's potentially going to be the result of an action a whole lot faster. In other words, you know, that, that's yeah. like when I interview somebody, I can tell you really quick whether they're going to make it or not make it. If I have something within the first 30 days of a startup or first 90 days, I, I can tell when things are trending badly. Yeah. You know, it's a, the only difference is I, I understand things 10 times faster than I did 20 years ago. Because I've seen it. I kind of know how things play out. I know what op good opportunities look like now. I know what crap looks like now. You know, none of it's hacks. I mean, nothing I, is hack. It's just, well, I've, I've seen it. I read the book. Yeah. Personally, you know, I lost money doing this. Yeah, I was going to say, you, yeah. when you lose money, you learn. Yeah, when you lose, you know, your time and effort and your energy is, it's not quote unquote wasted. But, you know, there there's always lessons in the losses. And you only get those losses by trial and error and, and by trying. So, you know, if you've been in business and you've been investing in different marketing and ad strategies, trying to make sales in different ways, then, you know, you're going to realize that quite a few things faster than other people do. And, you know, I think that's kind of what the book is about is how do you set your mind up and prepare for that journey, knowing that there's going to be quite a few losses and, and you need to be learning from them and kind of enjoying that part of it as well, more than, uh, more than the success, because, you know, I think identifying the problems and the things that need to be fixed are, is probably the, the key thing in, to overcoming the kind of the initial part of business. Yeah, because I look at the things that didn't work. Now I can, it's given me a formula. I can vet a business idea in under five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Five, somebody can bring it to me in that yeah. I have critical components in my age. I have industries that I like and don't like. Yeah. You either like services or you like products. You'd rarely like both, you know, and you have certain things that just kind of fit, you know, your wheelhouse and you get that in time. You know, there's certain things that if like, if you gave me a restaurant, I give it back to you. <laughs> I, I give it right back here. You can have no, no, I'm, no, no, I don't want it. Right. I, I, yeah, I would give yeah. it back to you. I mean, there's certain businesses that we think are so yeah. great to me. I don't understand them enough. There's too many moving components. It's not, whatever. But then I've got some that I bet my life I can make money on. Yeah. hundred percent. I, I love that. I'm interviewing Chad Price. The book is called preparing for battle. Chad, it's great. So great to interview you. Um, how can my audience connect with you and, and get your book? And we're going to, obviously we'll down, we'll, we'll set this out closer to when your book's going to go out. So we don't even have to say that, but that, that will all, will internally take care of that. But how can my audience connect with you? Sure. I mean, a bunch of different channels. You can, you can see me at chadprice.com um, on social media. I'm at Chad Price, real Chad Price on uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, sign up for our newsletter at Life Grows Green, lifegrowsgreen.com, also all social media channels as well. So, you know, basically the, the book is going to be for sale at the end of the month uh, on Amazon. It's, on, it's for pre-order right now, so you can get pre-order for 99 cents. Um, and I think that's going to be released on the 25th, if I'm not mistaken, uh, right, but it, it definitely will be out at the end of this month. Well, good. I was just jumping in. Vincent, I know you listen to this part of the show, my, my, my editor and producer. If we can get it out the end of this month, I appreciate it. I'll also send you an email on that. Chad, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
audience, you're great. You keep telling others about it. The show continues to grow. It is number one in countries that I literally cannot spell, uh, <laughs> countries that I didn't even know were countries. I mean, straight up, did not know they were countries because they're not on my risk. I, I got like a, like a risk board, and that's how I know my entire world geography. And I didn't see them on there. So I'm so grateful that you continue to tell others. The podcast is brought to you by Gig Strategic, the best digital marketing company. How do I know that? Because uh, my companies use them and they're incredible. So gigstrategic.com. Thank you for listening. We will talk again soon.